Welcome to Berry Aftercare, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Connie Stapleton. This is episode 49, Personal Protection Plan for Staying on Track Through the Holidays, Parts 3 and 4. We outlined how to develop the first two parts of your personal protection plan for staying on course with your healthy lifestyle goals during the last Berry Aftercare podcast. In today's episode, I'll talk you through parts three and four so you can complete your plan. It's only helpful, however, if you actually create it, place it somewhere accessible to you, like on your phone, and then use it. The tools are available. It's 100% your choice to make your weight loss a lifelong success. All four parts of the personal protection plan are available for you to download if you're a part of the Berry Aftercare program. Go to www.berryaftercare.com or to my webpage at ConnieStapletonPhD.com to download them and get started now. Also, be sure to share this information with others to help them be better able to take care of their health this day and every day. Thanks for joining me. Hello and welcome to Barry Aftercare. I am Dr. Connie Stapleton and this video is also going to be put online as a podcast. Usually, even though I do two Berry Aftercare videos a week, I usually only post the Monday one as a podcast. I want to encourage people to join the Berry Aftercare program. The full Berry Aftercare program includes two videos a week. Oftentimes, there are worksheets available that go along with the videos. We have a talk every month from a licensed dietitian. We have a talk every month from an exercise physiologist. And we have a talk every month from um, uh, Dana Rosser, whose husband, uh, a well-known surgeon, uh, Dr. Butch Rosser, uh, has had bariatric surgery and she shares her experience and her family's experience as being the support people to their loved one who has suffered with the disease of obesity and who has been through bariatric surgery. So the Barry Aftercare program is a full comprehensive program to help people to stay on track after weight loss surgery and when the going gets tough because we know it does which brings me to today's topic, which we started on Monday, which is a personal protection plan. Protection against what? Well, against regain, against overindulging, against sliding backwards, against uh, going back to those old habits, especially as we come into holiday season. The fall is riddled with holidays that are focused on food. Not that we don't have a tendency or propensity in this country and in this world to make every day food fest, but the holidays during the fall typically create more fervor over the excitement about food. And there's too much of it out there and it's hard to stay away from. So my hope is that. You will utilize this four 
part protection plan, which you can print out the forms for each part and make a plan for yourself to keep you on track during this holiday season and every day, actually. Now, on Monday, on the previous podcast, previous bariatric video, we talked about parts one and two. Part A, part one, was to develop and identify your meaningful matters, the, the reasons that you have for not only having bariatric surgery and losing weight, but your reasons for wanting to keep it off over the course of your lifetime. The second part of the plan was to learn to identify your triggers, the things that typically snag you, trip you up so that you turn back to emotional eating. We don't want to do that. Instead, what we want to do is what part three of the personal protection plan is, is learn to develop what you're learning to identify, not to develop, but to identify how we're feeling. Because what happens a lot with emotional eating is that we get tripped up by something that pisses us off or scares us or causes us anxiety or leaves us feeling stressed out or leaves us feeling lonely or whatever the feeling might be. And rather than learning the healthy coping skills to deal with the loneliness or the anxiety or the stress or the sadness or the anger, we eat. So in order to avoid emotional eating, we've got to plan how to prevent a return to that emotional eating. So first we've got to identify the triggers so we can be aware of them. You know, usually when I'm around my family of origin, which is holiday season, I get stressed and then I eat more. Or usually at the office during the holiday season, we have even more unhealthy foods and I get tempted. And I get anxious because I want to eat those foods and I worry that I'm going to gain weight. So how can I deal with that tension and that worry? The first thing we have to be able to do is identify the triggers and know how we feel in those situations. So if it's a biological trigger and we see food and we smell food and we, um, you know, we, we um, can taste the food if it's available, we have to minimize the triggers, right? Or we have to say, when I am bombarded with all the sights and smells of the food at the holiday meals, I feel anxious or I feel super nervous. So instead of following through with the emotional eating to deal with the emotion, we can choose some healthier options to meet the need. The need is to feel better, right? I'm going to tell you a story that this is true. This happened this this very week. One of, well, several of my grandchildren are in therapy because we have a very anxious family. We have a history of anxiety and obsessive compulsive disorders. And so three of them, the three oldest kids actually, um, seven, eight, and nine are all seeing a child therapist, which I am so excited about. And they are learning coping skills. This is not any different than emotional eaters need to learn. And so my seven-year-old grandson, I was asking him about his therapy session the other day. And, and um, he said he was learning coping skills. I said, well, well, what is a coping skill? He said, there are four parts to a coping skill. 
I said, well, what are those four parts? And he said, well, one is it's not harmful to me. The second is it's not harmful to anybody else. The third is it's easy to do. And the fourth one is it makes me feel better. And I was like, dang, that child is seven years old and he's learning this. And that is a beautiful gift to know because when you have anxiety disorders or you are easily stressed out or you're easily, you know, you get nervous or you get angry easily or annoyed or sad or whatever the emotional trigger is for you that you typically eat in response to, you need to learn healthier coping skills. So a healthy coping skill doesn't hurt you or anyone else. It is easy to do and it helps you feel better. Such simple wisdom. So one of the things to learn to be able to do as an adult is to identify your feelings. They are teaching these kids in therapy and in schools a lot of times to identify their feelings. So when you find yourself wanting to eat in response to a trigger, stop and say, how am I feeling? I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling disturbed. I'm feeling distracted. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling lonely. How am I feeling? Learning to identify how you're feeling is a great way to help you learn what you need, right? You need to feel better in the moment, but we don't want to do it in a way that's going to hurt you or anybody else. So we don't want to lash out at anybody else. We don't want to drink instead of eat or smoke instead of drink. We don't want to do something that's going to hurt ourselves. We want to do something that's going to meet our emotional need. In other words, help us feel better. That's easy to do. So identifying how you feel and what you need is critical. That's part three of the protection plan. So I'm identifying that I'm feeling nervous. The whole family is here. That means there are people who criticized me in the past and I'm really anxious and nervous about this. What I need is some affirmation and validation from people who know and love me. So whether the threat is in the present, because I really don't think these people are going to call me names today, but they did in the past. And so it's still a threat to me. It still scares me. So I need to feel safe and secure and accepted. So I'm going to hang around the people in the family who provide that for me. And I'm going to do my darndest to avoid these other people. So identifying how I'm feeling And what I need is part three. So maybe you're feeling angry. Maybe like you're in a situation and um, it's a holiday and you're angry because you see everybody at the office eating their Halloween candy and you're angry because you want some and you know it's not in your best interest. So you're angry. So maybe what you need is just some, just somebody to affirm your anger. Like, yeah, I don't blame you. It's, it's frustrating when you see everybody, you know, eating things and you'd like to participate, but you know, it's not good for you. Of course you feel angry or, you know, think about this is a little different, but it's a way to, to put it in a little perspective. What if you're a a child who has like type one or type two diabetes and, you know, 
I don't know if they still do this, but back in the day, I'm pretty sure they still do it. You know, if a kid in a class is having a birthday, they bring cupcakes. Well, if you're the kid with type one or type two diabetes, maybe you've been told you're not allowed to have the cupcake, or maybe you have celiac disease. And so when somebody has this sort of snack in the classroom, you're not allowed to have it. Well, that's annoying. You feel left out. You feel angry. You feel sad. Right. And so maybe you just need some affirmation that, of course, you feel sad. And I would feel sad in that situation, too. So as an adult, if if you're feeling that way, maybe you just need to call your best friend and say, dang, it's really awful. You know, everybody's bringing their kids Halloween candy to the office today and I'm feeling really left out. And I just I'm mad. And I wanted to, you know, just vent about it. And your friend says, I'm here for you, man. I'm here for you. And I'm going to encourage you stay on track. It's hard. It sucks. And I'm really proud of you for talking to me about it instead of giving in. So identifying the feeling, or maybe it's the holidays and everybody seems to have somewhere to go and you really don't, you know, so you're bummed out and you feel lonely. What do you need? Maybe you need to feel like, you are valued. So what can you do on a holiday where you feel alone to feel valued? Well, maybe you can do some volunteer work. You're sure to feel valued, right? So set yourself up for success instead of giving into the emotions and undoing some of the good work you've done, right? Getting off track with your healthy food plans. So part C of the protection plan is a reminder to identify how you feel and the emotional needs that you have in relation to that feeling. And the worksheet can help you and give you some examples of what that looks like. So the fourth part of the protection plan is to identify some options that you have for getting that need met. So if you're feeling lonely and, you know, you need to feel valued, you have options, you know, You can say, well, forget about it. I'm just going to sit here and feel lonely and feel sorry for myself and eat. That's an option, not a healthy one, not going to help you move toward what you say is important to me, your meaningful matters, which you identified in part A of this plan. Or you can identify, well, I could, you know, I could go serve, um, I could serve meals for the homeless, but maybe that's not a good idea because I may be tempted to eat. Or I could go um, volunteer at a, you know, an animal shelter because maybe they need volunteers to feed and walk the animals today uh, because their regular staff has the holiday off. So plan this in advance. You know when the holidays are. You know how you feel on the holidays. You know what trips you up emotionally on the holidays. How can you plan in advance? And what are your options to prevent you from sliding backwards? So some options to deal with any of your human emotions or any of your your healthy adult needs, right? Remember that four-part plan that my grandson said? It needs to be easy. Well, maybe find a form of relaxation. Maybe you get uptight and angry around your family and you need to calm down. So maybe a breathing technique. It's easy. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt anybody else. It will help you feel better. Or maybe a healthy conversation, healthy communication with another person. 
It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt them. It's going to make you feel better and it's easy. So maybe just saying, you know what? I just need to step outside for a minute. I need a breath of fresh air, healthy communication, healthy boundaries. Maybe using something as simple as visualization. It's like you're in a situation, you're at work, you're uncomfortable, people around you are indulging in leftovers or candy or whatever it is. Imagine yourself, sit down, close your eyes and imagine yourself doing one of the things you're now able to do that you love doing that you couldn't do at higher weight and use that visualization as affirmation and a way to feel better that reminds you of how important it is to stay on track with your healthy eating. Find some key phrases or some mantras like, I choose health, I choose health, I choose health that you can look at on your phone. They're going to make you feel better, help you keep on track. It's going to be helpful to you and it's certainly not going to hurt anybody else. Carry something with you. I call it a recovery relic on the worksheet. It's just something that reminds you of how far you've come or what you're able to do. Maybe it's a medal you got when you went skydiving because you're now able to do that. Or maybe it's, you know, a picture of you on an airplane with no seatbelt extender. Something that reminds you of the progress you're making that makes you feel better, gives you some motivation. Deep breathing is a great thing. Having some affirmations on your phone, having the permission and the phone number of a few people you can call to get your emotional needs met. So you have options. You have to have easy access to the options because when we get highly emotional or hugely invested in something that causes us anxiety and we want to reach out and eat, it's like being in a huge fog and it's hard to make the right healthy decision in the moment. But if you've got this written out, And you know, going into this holiday, these are the things that are likely to trip me up. These are the things I'm going to do when that happens. Sit down with a friend and create these together. Help each other in creating protection plans. Follow up with one another. Call each other during the difficult day or time and encourage one another. Listen, I say this all the time, but this is your health. And it is absolutely 100% your responsibility to follow through with doing what you need to do to stay on track with your health. The goal with weight loss surgery is not to lose weight. That is a goal, but the ultimate goal is to stay healthy so you can live a longer, fuller, happier life. Set yourself up for success. This protection plan can help you do that. All right, your choice, do it or don't, but here it is. Remember, take credit for all the effort you put into making your life better and encourage somebody you love to do the same. All right, I'm signing off. Make it a great weekend. Choose wisely, do the best thing for you. And remember that a healthy coping skill is going to hurt you, isn't going to hurt anybody else, is easy and it makes you feel better. All right, guys, take that from a seven-year-old. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Very Aftercare, the podcast. The information shared on this podcast 
is considered psychoeducation and does not constitute therapy or a therapeutic relationship. Be sure to check out all the great information I provide, much of it free, by visiting my website at www.conniestapletonphd.com. Be sure to leave your positive comments for this podcast and listen in next week to learn more ways to live your best post-op life.